And welcome to Friends and Family, the podcast where I sit down with my family and talk about friends. I couldn't participate. I was holding the mic. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think ahead. <sighs> Which is kind of... The motto for this entire episode. Yep. Next couple episodes. I'm woefully unprepared, so kinda same. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how this goes. But let's jump into it. Um this is Friends Season Two, Episode One, the one with Ross's new girlfriend. This originally aired September twenty first, nineteen ninety five. Uh, was directed by Michael Limbeck and has an IMDb rating score of 8.4 out of 10. Kenna, here's with a summary. All right. It's kind of a mess. Let's see. Ross is back from China and Rachel's feeling pretty jealous about who he brings home. Joey refers Chandler to a very bad tailor mm-hmm. and Phoebes is giving out haircuts and Monica doesn't really like hers. All right. Yeah, it's pretty pretty succinct. Okay, so let's jump into it. So, we're at the airport. Rachel is waiting for Ross holding flowers. She sees Ross come off a plane with a woman, and she starts to panic, and she tries to get through the crowd and ends up tripping and falling over some seats, cutting her head. Um, this gets Ross's attention, and he walks over to her. They greet each other, and he asks what happened because she is bleeding, and you see what he does with the blood? He wipes a little bit on his thumb and then wipes it on his palm. Wipes it off his thumb onto his palm. Like, gross. First of all, don't touch her blood. Don't touch her blood. No, it was And then don't go wiping it on your hands. <laughs> That's what you pants for. <sighs> Man. But well, also, in front of a new girlfriend, I realize that she's bleeding, but like, it's kind of intimate the way that he touches her forehead, mm. like how worried he is. Right. In front of somebody who's never met Rachel. Like, you want hepatitis? That's how you get hepatitis. Just just saying. Didn't even notice the brooch that she was wearing. That no. He gave her for her birthday. No. It's clearly right there. Yeah. He's just like, sup. Um, Rachel says enough about me, Mr. Back from the Orient. Ooh. Mm. Don't like that. Don't love it. <laughs> nope, don't love it. Uh, she says she wants him to tell her everything, everything, as she looks at the woman with him. Ross says, well, where do I start? This is Julie. Uh, she shakes hands. Uh, Rachel says hi. Julie just nods. Rachel acknowledges the flowers that she has and says that they aren't for Ross. They are for Julie. And then she very loudly welcomes, says, welcome to our country. And Julie says, thank you. I'm from New York. Rachel laughs and says, well, we'll just use them to stop the bleeding and put the flowers to her head. Do you notice the flowers are different? Were they? Uh-huh. I didn't even... I, no, from I didn't the last notice. one to this one. Oh. And the extras are different, too. Yeah, I guess that, that would make sense. Mm. Yeah. I didn't think Get to pay super duper <laughs> close attention to what's going on. Um, 
I thought it was kind of ridiculous. Like this, Rachel is kind of ridiculous in these next couple episodes, but in this particular scene, all she had to do was say, welcome home. Here are some flowers. Yep. That's it. That's all she had to do. Oh, why was she so embarrassed? Yeah, she didn't have to freak out and say, oh, these aren't for you. These are for you. And then put the flowers to her head to stop the bleeding. Like, not- <laughs> I don't think she had to jump over chairs or anything. I don't think so either. She could have just said, welcome home. Yeah. Who's this? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He had no idea that she knew. No. Said, hey, I, I came, to, came to welcome you. Here are some flowers. Done. Once again, though, as this new girlfriend, I would be thinking, huh, his sister's roommate came to get him, but not his sister. Yeah, that would be a little odd. Yeah. That would be a little odd. I think from the get-go, there's weird <laughs> stuff for um, Julie. So, we're at Monica and Rachel's apartment. The four are standing around Monica's table, excited as Monica tells them that Rachel went to the airport to go for it with Ross. This little scene is so funny to me because they just set it up as exposition. That's all it is. Like, they just want people to know who maybe forgot about the episode, the last episode of last season. Like, they need Monica to set up the scene, basically. Um... Uh, Chandler, Chandler seems very excited about this for some reason. Like he's, he's like high-fiving Joey and it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Um, and then Phoebe says, this is huge. This is bigger than huge. She then asks Joey, what's bigger than huge? And Joey says this. She goes, yes, good. <laughs> uh, Monica mentions the fact that Chandler and Joey got new haircuts which she just, again, she's just now seeing this. Uh, anyway, it's fine. Uh, Chandler says, yes, we did, thanks to Vidal Buffet. Phoebe then says, if you don't look good, we don't look good. Um, do you know that reference? Do you know where that's from? Oh, no. Awesome. <laughs> so that is from the Vidal Sassoon commercials. Actually, I had to look it up myself. In every commercial, there were jingles that, but you also said, if you don't look good, we don't look good. So that was where that came from. I had no idea. Does it ring a bell? Well, no, I'm just telling you. Right on. Okay. Because the commercials were like way back in like the 70s. and Well, that's why I wouldn't remember. 60s and all that. Yeah. Interesting. Um... Yeah, that's referencing the Vidal Sassoon's motto. Uh, Rachel then runs in out of breath, saying the words, Airport, Julie, Ross, not alone, I'm around her. Chandler walks over and says, I think she's trying to tell us something. Quick, get the verbs. Rachel then hits Chandler, uh, saying that you said he liked me, uh, saying you, you, and that's when Rachel and Julie come in, and she says, you slowpokes. Uh, Ross says, that's okay, Rach, we got the bags. Um, and then says, hi to everyone, introduce them all to Julie. Where Rachel, still out of breath, points to her and says, Julie. Julie. And they'll go, oh, and they go, hey. 
Again, <laughs> awkward. If you're Julie, you're like, what is happening here? Yeah. Why is this so odd? I feel like it's already obvious. Yeah. Rachel's trying to make it not obvious, but she's making it horribly obvious. Yeah. Yeah. You you really kind of have to suspend disbelief of their intelligence because especially Rachel's like in 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 or Ross is really in these next couple episodes because it's very obvious, just like you were saying. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious what's going on here. Um. So Julie says hi, but then says she's not here. They haven't met her yet. Uh, she'll make a much better first impression tomorrow when she doesn't have 20 hours of cab and plane on her. I have an issue with this. Okay. It's New York. Yeah. At night. It is. You might as well have just kept the same cab with your bags in said cab if you weren't ready to meet everybody. Just go home? Just go home. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I don't know why they did this. Why would you walk up all those flights of stairs to say, hello, goodbye? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Also, why is Ross not going home with his luggage? Why not go home first? I don't don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Again, if I were Julie, like, what, what is happening? Because Ross presumably gets in the cab and says, okay, go to this place. And then Julie's like, oh, is going back to your apartment? Like, no, we're actually going to my sister's apartment. Just to say hello. And we're going to say hello to all my friends. And then we're going to get back in the cab or get a new one, which, again, is going to cost us even more money. Yeah, because he tells Rachel that they got the bags. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did. He Mm -hmm. took all the bags out. And then they're going to go see the baby. And then they're going to go home. And it's supposed to be super late. And yeah. she's already saying, I am tired. Yeah. I want to go home and take a shower. Wouldn't the baby already be asleep? You life? you would think. <laughs> They've just been traveling saying. for 20 hours. It's like, just let, let the woman rest. Ross. Freaking Ross. Freaking Ross. Um, yeah, he just kind of catapults her into his life, too. He does. It's like, Julie. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a, hey, I met somebody on my trip. Nope. <laughs> it's like, this is Julie. Here's my life. And I'm going to immediately introduce her to my kid. Yep. Immediately. Immediately. <sighs> um, so uh, they start to, to laugh and tell a story about this really old bus and about a screaming guy. But Rachel interrupts them and says, and then the, the chicken poops in her lap. And then says, I just gave away the ending, didn't I? She says, I just heard the story in the cab, and it's all I can think about. Uh, Monica says, this is amazing. How did this happen? Julie says that she and Ross were in grad school together. Ross says that they haven't seen each other since then. But when he landed in China, guess who's in charge of the dig? And Rachel says, Julie. (laughs) Julie. She says, isn't that great? Isn't that kick you in the crotch, spit on your neck fantastic? I've used that phrase, by the way. Interesting. Because of this episode. Just in certain situations where things aren't going my way, I'll, I'll usually say it. Um, Monica says, it's an expression. Again, they treat her like she's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Or like she's, she's a foreigner, doesn't know English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um ross says that he just wanted to say a quick hi and then we're going to see the baby and then we're going to get some sleep because 
it's really six o'clock tomorrow their time so chandler says okay don't tell us what happens because i like to be surprised ha, i want to see something ha, ha. um are you wondering what what time everything is mm-hmm. you trying to figure that out i am okay so <clears throat> while you're doing that uh so now we're in central perk Rachel is working behind the counter. Ross and Chandler walk in. Ross asked for some or asked for some coffee. Rachel says, sure. Chandler tries to ask for coffee, but Rachel says, did you talk to him yet? Chandler says, no. Then Rachel says, then, then no. no. Um, so Chandler walks over to the couch and sit, sits next to Ross and asks what the hell happened to him in China because when he left, he was still in love with you know, and gestures towards Rachel. Ross says, I know. But then says that there's, there was always this little voice telling him that nothing was ever going to happen. And then he says, you know, that little voice was. And Chandler says, God? <laughs> and he says, no, it was you. And he says, well, maybe it was God doing me. Um... Ross says that, you know, he's right, that she looks at me like a friend. Uh, that's, uh, sorry, lost my place for a second. She looks at me and sees a friend. But then I met Julie and he says, I don't know, we're having a great time. Uh, he says that he never would have gone for it had it not been for Chandler. Chandler says, well, you owe me one big guy. Rachel then brings over a lemonade for Ross and says he didn't order lemonade. Rachel says, oh, well, you should take that back. They're going to charge you for that. So he heads to the counter to return the lemonade. Rachel asks Chandler what he said. Chandler says that they're having a great time and that I'm sorry. Then says, but the silver lining, if you want to see it, is that he made this decision all by himself. Rachel says, how is that a silver lining? Chandler says, you really have to want to see it. Um, so, yes. in the coffee house. Yes. Let's talk about that for a second. So, okay. in the back, the curtains are different. Are they? Like, it's like a different design. Hmm. Oh. They're red and green and white. Okay. As before, I think they were like either floral mm. or they weren't there at all. All right. I also noticed that... The coffee, like, specials, flavors they have are really big now. I know. They were, like, in chalk. Yeah. Last time, and now they're, like, in, like, a marker. Yeah. And then there's a fancy extra with a fedora. Oh. Fancy fedora extra. Well, if we're still wondering, China is yes. 12 hours ahead of New York. So it was 6 p.m. in New York, but they're going off of 6, 6 a.m. So right. they haven't slept at all. Right, 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 right. But hey, let's go say hi to the baby, I guess. At 6 o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm sure night. Carol will love that. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, I also wanted to mention Rachel's shirt that she's wearing here in this scene. It looks almost like um, like the style of like a mechanic's shirt. Oh, I love this yeah. shirt. Yeah. But she has it, she has it like tied, tied at the bottom. But then on where like a name tag would be, it has a little name tag, but it says T's. Yep. <laughs> And then the next episode, weird. she's wearing the exact same thing, but it's white. Yep. 
It's odd. Okay. Weird. <laughs> I thought it was weird too. I told the husband, I was like, what does her shirt say? So we paused it. He's like, I think it says tease. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think it does. It says tease. I always thought it said Dave. Because if you find Dave? those <laughs> if you find those shirts around, they say Dave. It usually says Dave. Yeah, I don't know right. why it's Dave, but um so now we're back at Rachel and Monica's apartment. They're all sitting around watching sumo wrestling. Ross says, ironically, these were the guys picked last for Jim. Fun fact. Which is not true. Yes. Oh, I was just about to say that. Not true. No. They are super, super, super wrestlers. A lot of what's on them is muscle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're very well respected. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yep. For some reason, it was like a, seems like it was an ongoing joke. Through the 90s and the early 2000s in America. Like sumo wrestlers. Yeah. Because they play on yeah. that in other TV shows and movies too. Mm -hmm. With sumo wrestlers. Before you really were able to do research and realize that no, that's that's not really fat. Like it's, <laughs> it's muscle. And these are very powerful, powerful guys. And can eat a lot. Oh Holy yeah. Cow. These guys can put away a lot. Oh, and I'm going to have to look into it now. Yeah, I should. It's interesting. I'm going to. Um, so Monica walks out and starts talking to Phoebe. She says, you know what I'm thinking? Phoebe says, oh, okay. And guesses how she's thinking, how it's been so long since she's had sex that she's wondering if they've changed it. <laughs> Monica says, no. But that's what she's thinking about now. Uh, Phoebe asks, okay, what are you thinking? Monica says that because she did such a good job on the guy's hair, that maybe she could do hers. Phoebe says, oh, no. <laughs> Monica asks, why? Phoebe says, well, it's because um, I'm very anal and an, an incredible control freak. Monica says, no, you're not. And Phoebe says, I know I'm not, but you are. I was trying to spare your feelings. Um, <laughs> just then the phone rings and Joey answers it. He says, Ross, it's Ross, it's Julie and tries to throw him the phone, but ends up cr just <laughs> crashing on the table to the ground. <laughs> this makes me laugh every time I see it. I don't know why. Because you're picturing what happens on the other end of that phone. Yeah. And if it's me, I'm hanging up. Yeah. If I hear just crashing, like what just what just happened? I'm going to think his friends really hate me at that point, and they just threw the phone. <laughs> um, so Chandler comes in and asks if anyone knows a good tailor. Joey asks if he needs some clothes altered, and Chandler says, no, I'm just looking for a man to draw me with chalk. Uh, Joey suggests Frankie. His family has been going to him for years. He says that he did his first suit when he was 15, then says, no, 16. And he says, no, excuse me, 15. Then he says, okay, when was 1990? <laughs> Which I don't know why he asked that because he wasn't even close to 15 or 16 in 1990. But uh. <laughs> Chandler then tells him that you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance. No, Chandler, you don't put the Q-tip in your ear at all. I do. Everybody does. You Everybody shouldn't. does. Everybody does. You shouldn't. I know you shouldn't. But everybody, everybody does. does. Am I not a buddy? <laughs> I don't. 
Okay, everybody but Kenna. Speaking of that line, yes. that was Matthew Perry's favorite line from Chandler. The Q-tip. Was it? Uh-huh. I heard it was kind of improv on his on his part. That's what I read. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, so Ross is on the phone with Julie and says, okay, I'll see you later, but they start to do cutesy loving talk as he's sitting next to Rachel. Blech. And Rachel starts to get annoyed. Rachel, or Ross says, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. You, you. Then Ross says, okay. Okay. One, two, three. And then he mimes being quiet. Rachel mimes doing the lock on her mouth. thing. <laughs> Rachel is great in this little part, by the way. Um, And throwing away the key, Ross says, well, you didn't hang up either. And Rachel says, she didn't hang up either. Uh, it's great. I have to know, has anybody done that little nope. spiel? I get the back and forth. You hang up. You it's hang gross. up. It's so gross. It's No. Yes, I've done it. I'm like, just hang it. up. Get off the phone. <laughs> goodbye. I was very young. I was very young. See, I'm the... Okay, bye. Yeah. yeah. Okay, bye. Same. Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm kind of okay, the... Okay, bye. I'm kind of the... Okay, well, guess I'll go. I That's me. Kind of straight to the point. She's like, okay, okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, I go, okay, 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 because they won't stop talking. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> she does, yeah. I don't like talking on the phone. No, yeah. just text me. Yeah. Don't text me. Don't call me. <laughs> if you have to get a hold of me, just text me. Just contact me in person. I do better. All right, well. Um, we clearly have problems. Mm-hmm. So... He looks at her and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I skipped a little bit here. And then he keeps saying, you, you, and then Rachel grabs the phone and hangs up the phone. He looks at her and Rachel says, sorry, I thought you were talking to me. Ross smiles and says, Rachel. Then he says, I'll just call her back. And Rachel says, okay. Then gets up and walks over to the table and says, what's going on? Uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, I was fine. Ross was just Ross, but now he's Ross. <laughs> this really great guy I can't have. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Let's Once talk again. about this for a second. Once again, though, it's so early in Ross's relationship. Yes. Rachel doesn't have to admit defeat. When he got home... Wait till he's alone again and say, hey, I found some stuff out while you were gone. Stuff that you might want to consider before you get too serious with Julie. But does is time a factor? Like he was gone for a week. I know, but you meet somebody. Is that is time like a factor? Like I'm could you know, I really like this person. I'm starting to really like love this person, I guess. So is time a thing? Yes. Time is totally a thing. Yeah. It's way easier to yeah. say goodbye to somebody after a week than it is a year. I don't know. I would say no, but that's just me. Well. I say just tell him. The worst he can do is say no. Well, and my whole thing is, where did these feelings come from all of a sudden? Because Ross has been in love with her for she years. she kissed him in her head. And she opened the duck. But all of a sudden, the, brooch. the brooch. The duck was Carol's. Carol. But Rachel really 
we we learned in later seasons basically ignored Ross when they were growing up together. Yeah. Now all of a sudden she learns that lo- Ross is in love with him, and now she's like, "Oh, this is the greatest guy on the planet." Makes no sense. The relationship makes no sense. That's true. But it just, uh, uh, it's fine. Whatever. I still say she tell him. Yes. Just like he could have told her when she was dating Paolo. Yes. They're not super serious relationships. I They're feel... brand new. Go tell him how you feel. I feel like Julie is just like a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. From Rachel. I, I don't I'd know. Say if... that. See, now I'm siding with Rachel, but I don't know if I necessarily agree there. Really? I think he picks somebody who he has genuine common interest with, and he's obsessed with the idea of Rachel. And then the other thing, the other thing, it seems like Ross just, he's able just to just move his feelings aside. Always. Like, all of a sudden, he just doesn't care about Rachel. Now here's Julie. Yep. So if you were going to get into a relationship with him, were I Rachel, I would think that's going to happen to me. Like, he's going to date me until he finds somebody better, which <laughs> he kind of does, and he's just going to dump me. Yep. Like, that's what I would think. But, you know, I'm not Rachel, clearly. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Rachel says that she's just going to deal with it. And that's when Ross comes over to grab an orange, making kissing noises into the phone. I've never done that, by the way. Thank goodness. Never done the kissing noises. So gross. Rachel jumps up and says, I have to get out of here. And then she leaves. So now it's the next morning. Back in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Uh, They're all having breakfast. Joey says to Chandler, you know, I think I was 16. <laughs> Me. Meanwhile, Monica is still begging Phoebe. What? Just go back real quick. So Joey's been thinking about this all night, <laughs> all night. He's been thinking: was he fifteen or was he sixteen? He's laying in bed. Was I fifteen or was I sixteen? But do you ever have something that eats you like that, where you have to figure out when it was, or it's going to drive you insane? No. Oh, I do. I get fixations like really? that, and I can't get it off my mind until it's, I've got my answer. Hmm. <laughs> no. I will get angry. It's happened a few times. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Because somebody will tell me, nah, you were 16, and I'd go, no, I wasn't, and then I'd start arguing as to why it wasn't 16. Now, I've done that. I've argued with people about a timeline that I know is correct. See, but I'd still be questioning it. You're like, but wait, was it? Because then they'd go, okay, <laughs> then you were 15. And I'd go, no, because here's why I wasn't 15. Right. And then I get frustrated and just angrier and angrier. So I'm, I'm actually really good with dates and, and years and stuff. So when I argue with someone, especially like a year a movie came out, and I know I'm right, and they're like, no, it didn't come out that year. Ooh, drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Then yes, you're right. I'm I'm with you. I could be like, no, it was this year because this is what was happening in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. So I know it was this year. <laughs> See, and I have a really good memory, but I struggle with the years. Right. 
So then I go, well, was I, I remember this vividly, but was I this old or was I this old? Everything's just kind of jumbled. Yeah. Maybe we're getting too, giving too much credit to Joey. Mm. Anyway. Um. Ooh, I do have something about Monica and Phoebe, though. Yes. Why can't Monica just go to a hairdresser? Why is she acting like Phoebe's the only one who can cut her hair? I assume because she cut it for free. I guess. It's true. That's but why she cut also my kids did, hair. She also did men's cuts, which she are did. very different. They are. Yes. Yes. Which yes, is yes. probably also why she's saying, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think at this particular moment the Monica is really hurting for money because you see all the breakfast stuff she had. Yeah. So it seems like she could go and spend, I don't know how much women's haircuts are. Back in the 90s? 30, 40 bucks? 50? Depends on where she went, I guess. I don't know. It's New York, so probably like 170 or something. Well, that's probably now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Monica is still begging for Phoebe to cut her hair. Phoebe still refuses. Rachel peeks her head out of her room and says, Good morning. Can you guys close your eyes for a sec? Joey says, No, I'm not falling for that again. He grabs his belt and his pants. (laughs) (laughs) What happened there? I don't know. See, because when he first said it, I always thought he was saying like, Oh, Rachel doesn't have clothes on. I'm not falling for it again. I'm not closing my eyes. But it's the grabbing the pants. He grabs his pants and his belt. Like, I don't... What hap- What has happened to Joey? <laughs> That's my question. <clears throat> um, so, Phoebe asks what's going on, and Rachel says, Well, I did a stupid thing last night. Chandler asks, What stupid thing did you do? And that's when Paulo comes out of the room. Phoebe says, Ew, and immediately jumps up. Rachel pushes him back into a room, telling him to get dressed. Uh, Monica asks, how did this happen? Rachel says, I don't know. I just kind of ran into to him last night. Phoebe asks where, and Rachel says, at his apartment. Is this juice? So, is he still in the building? That'd be my guess. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Um... Joey says, and the fact that you dumped him because it on Phoebe. Rachel says, I know, I'm pathetic, I'm a loser. Monica says, you're not pathetic, you're just sad. Uh, Chandler says, yeah, people do dumb things when they're upset. Monica says, find a nickel for every guy I wish I hadn't. Stops. She says, but this is about your horrible mistake. Rostin comes in with Julie. And he says, sorry we were late. We were, uh, well, there was touching. I've done this before, too. I've actually said this. Back when I was married. It did not go over well. I bet it did not. (laughs) No. It did not land with the people I said it to or with the person I was with. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Never did that again. Um... (laughs) Paulo then comes out of the room and says hi to Ross. Ross is shocked to see him and pushes him away and asks what he's doing here. And Paulo says, I do Raquel. Uh, Ross then goes over to Rachel and asks, so he's back. 
Rachel says, yeah, he's back. Is that a problem? Ross says, no, not a problem. And then Paulo's in the kitchen with Phoebe, who says, okay, you're going to have to stop touching my ass. <sighs> Gross. By the way, the cookie jar, my favorite cookie jar, did you notice the top of it is gone? I no. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gone. The smiley face mug's still there. Yep, that's still there. But then there's also a lamp in the corner of the table by in the kitchen. Is there? That, that little pony wall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's way back by the wall. Hmm. By the end of the wall, there's like a little weird lamp. All right. Yeah. I'm guessing that while they were take, taking down and putting up the sets between season one and two, I bet some set guy busted the top of that cookie jar. Oh, probably. That's my guess. Ugh. So that's why I'm still tracking the cookie jar. And I'm still tracking when Gunther is going to speak for the first time. He hasn't yet. Nope. So, Chandler says, well, despite the yummy bagels and palpable tension, I have pants that need altered. Joey says that when you see Frankie, tell him Joey Tribbiani says hello. He'll know what it means. Uh, Chandler then asks if he's sure he can crack that code. Uh, Monica then says... You know, it's funny. The last time Paula was here, my hair was so much shorter and cuter, which is not true, by the way. Monica never had short hair in season one. It was always shoulder length. Right? I can't remember. It was. Was it? It was always long. Yeah. Same length she has it now. Interesting. I don't, I'd have to go back. Yeah. I'm too tired. All right. <laughs> My brain doesn't want to go back that far. Um, Phoebe then gives in and says, okay. Phoebe then says, but you have to promise you will not be all controlling and bossy and, you know, Monica about it. Monica says, I promise. Then Phoebe starts talking to Monica's hair, saying that some of you will get cut and some of you aren't, but none of you will feel a thing. So, we then cut to Monica's bedroom. Phoebe is cutting Monica's hair in the bedroom, which is odd. Isn't that odd? I, I think it's it just in because the there's the a vanity. But if you did yeah. But I guess if you didn't want Monica to be super, don't have a mirror in front of her. True. That is true. She doesn't need it. She's not cutting her hair. She's having her hair cut. Yeah. But then every stylist and barber I've ever been to always has a mirror right there. So yes. They do, so that you can tell them not to do certain things. Right. But she already promised Phoebe that she wouldn't be controlling. That's true. Um. So Monica keeps cringing and flinching, and Phoebe says, that's it, I quit. Monica says she didn't say anything, but Phoebe says, um, okay, but this isn't the face of a person who trusts someone. This is a face of a person who, you know, doesn't trust a person. Monica says, I'm sorry. It's just a little shorter than they discussed. Phoebe says, will you relax? I know what I'm doing. This is how he wears it. (laughs) Monica then says, how who wears it? Phoebe says to me more. Monica then says to me more is not a he. Phoebe says, well, he was a he in Arthur and in 10. 
Monica then says, that's Dudley Moore. I said I wanted it to look like Demi Moore. Uh, they start to freak out, and Phoebe asks which one is Demi Moore. Monica says she's the actress. That was in Disclosure, Indecent Proposal, Ghost. Phoebe says, oh, she has great hair. Monica screams, I know. She also had shorter hair than Monica has. She has shorter hair than Dudley Moore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what does she mean a little shorter than we discussed? Yeah. Because it's a pixie. Yeah, in Ghost. Yeah, she has a pixie cut. Yeah. It's kind of boyish almost. Yeah. That's also the first time Monica goes, I know! Like her signature. Is it? Catchphrase, uh huh. I thought we've heard about it before. Nope. This is the first time. Actually, I think to me, more, especially in early 90s, always had short hair. Always had short hair. Yeah. It's like a pixie. Interesting. And so I don't know what she's talking about. That's a good point. With the me more. They could have said, what's her name? Winona Ryder. Because she had shorter hair, but it wasn't a pixie. Right. Of course, you have to have the joke of more and more, so... True. Who could you do? Could do... Mary Tyler Moore? Mary Tyler Moore? She says that later. She She does. Mary Tyler Moore would have been better. Yeah. Um, Because even then, it it still would have been kind of 70s. Yeah, because hers is like to her jaw. Yeah. Interesting. Like, how short... Like, does she want to just like... A snip? That's what it seems like. (laughs) Just like a trim? Yeah, because it went from shoulder length to jaw length. Yeah. Not even really jaw. It was like middle neck. So it was maybe two inches? Yeah. Like, weird. It's weird. whole thing is weird. I think when the writers said more and more, they didn't stop and think, hey, what does Demi Moore's hair actually look like? Yep. (laughs) also now i need to see dudley more because i don't think i looked him up don't know dudley more nope he was a fudley dudley (laughs) he was a really funny uh british actor back in the 70s and 80s i think he died in like 2002 or something like that yeah his his most famous film also has pretty short hair um okay i'm guessing that they mean like this yes yeah, 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 yeah. Because oh, okay. that's the hair he had in uh, Arthur and Ten, the movies they talk about. And just to be clear, what year was this again? 1995. Five. Yeah. Let's look up Demi more. Okay. <laughs> so look up Demi more and like. Somebody's already looked up Demi more 1995 hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, see? <laughs> the first picture that pulls up. Is her short pixie. There you go. Oh, yeah. Like, that was her hair in the 90s. They could have meant this, because it says how Monica wanted her hair, how Phoebe cut it. Oh, I see. Okay, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. But I I wonder... What year that was. Yeah, and what movie that was. That's not what her hair looked like in 1995. Because that certainly wasn't her, what her hair looked like in Ghost. And also, not the worst haircut she's had. Her worst haircut yeah. was Scream 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the bangs. With the bangs. Yeah, that was bad. That was and bad. her face looks really skinny yes. because of it. Yes. Yeah, it's not a good look. Really? And she had like the really deep, 
dark lipstick. Mm-hmm. You, know? <laughs> you think she had like a choker? Like she looked oh, weird. Boy. That was that was a choice. Um. Anyway, where were we here? Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So now we're at Celestino Custom Tailor, a real place in New York. It said, I think it may be closed now. It's unclear. But it, it, it is or was at 790 Madison Avenue, number 203 in New York. Hmm. And it was a tailor. You know, you could go get alterations on stuff. Uh, it was run by a manager named Jesus. I'm assuming it was Jesus. Probably. Um, so this is when we get our guest star alert. His name's Bert. Bert? I cannot say his last name. It's very, like, Italian. Hmm. Let me see. Because um, I love to pronounce Italian last names because I'm not good at it. Cardellani? Bert. Car- Car- Cartellini? Cartellini? Card- Cardellin. I don't know. Cardellin. Car- Cartal- Cartal- Cartalian. Cartalian. There you go. Cartalian? Sure. Okay. Okay. He was born in Detroit, Michigan on August 13th, 1922, and he died May 24th, 2016. He's oh. best known for Cool Hand Luke, Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, and The Rock. Hmm. Has 83 acting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of those I've seen, and I never recognized them. Hmm. Yeah, me either. All right. So, um, I might sneeze. <laughs> nope, I'm good. Okay. Uh, so, Chandler is standing uh, while the tailor's on his knees. Uh, the tailor asks, how long do you want the cuffs? Chandler says, well, at least as long as I have the pants. Uh, the tailor stands up and says, I just got that. The tailor says, okay, now we'll do your inseam. He starts moving up uh, his hand up Chandler's leg. The camera pans up to Chandler and makes a very awkward gesture and face. The repercussions of this and what is disclosed here? Mm, weird. <laughs> weird. We'll get into it. So, now we're back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Ross, Joey, and Rachel are sitting in the living room as Phoebe comes out of Monica's bedroom. They stand up. Rachel asks, how is she? Uh, Phoebe says, it's too soon to tell. She says she's resting, which is a good sign. Ross asks, how's the hair? Phoebe says, I'm not going to lie to you, Ross. It doesn't look good. Um, she says, I put a clip on one side, which seems to have stopped the curling. Joey asks if they can see her. and uh, she says, your hair looks too good. It probably just upset her. Then says, Ross, why don't you come on in? <laughs> Which is funny because that's the first time that they picked on Ross for his hair. And then yeah. it just continues yeah. as like a thing through yeah. the whole entire I mean, series. The rest of the series. To be fair, if you're going to go through the whole friends list, who has the worst hair through all of the seasons? His hair just stays the same. It never changes. It does, though. It gets bigger and jellier in like jellier. season seven. <laughs> It's still it just it as gelled, it and it's high. huge. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I can't help but look at Ross's hair and go, ugh. Because <laughs> even if it is just gel, how crunchy and gross. Yeah. No, it's not very crunchy. 
crunchy. No, it doesn't even look crunchy. Mm. His hair looks wet. It does. It does. That was the 90s thing. I guess. It was, yeah. But if you look at Joey and Chandler, they've got the spikies. And you can tell that they just took a reasonable amount (laughs) of gel or product and went boop, 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 boop. Yep. Because the husband had the spikies in the 90s, too, when he had hair. So did I. And (laughs) Ross goes... Scoop, scoop with the whole hand with the whole <laughs> bottle of gel. He does say he does say later. He just uses the amount of a pee. The size I of a pee. I don't believe him. I don't believe him either. Maybe like a hundred peas. <laughs> um so uh where are we? Where are we? Okay. Joey asks Rachel how she's doing. Uh, Rachel says she she's okay, and Joey says, "Oh, that bad, huh?" Joey says, "I can sense when rim, women are depressed and vulnerable. It's one of his gifts." Um, then he tells her to sit. Rachel tells him that when she saw him get off the plane with her, uh, she thought she had hit rock bottom, but then she realized there's rock bottom, fifty feet of crap, then her, which again. He didn't even have these feelings until about two weeks ago. So I I don't... I, um, anyway. Could beat that dead horse all day. Um. Also, <laughs> Ross? This is over Ross? <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, sure. Sure. Ross? I mean, if you look at the three, Chandler, Ross, Joey, I mean... Chandler. <laughs> Which one is the least attractive here? It's Ross. Ross is not cute. No. Sorry, oh. David Schwimmer. <laughs> but the Matthews have got you beat. Yeah. Well, even maybe back then. Now? <laughs> yeah. They all look pretty rough. Well, he's aged really well. I think, Which one? I think has he? I think so. I think his face has gotten longer. It has and kind noticed. of puffier. I think Matt LeBlanc looks the best. He, he just kind of looks Ugh. like a dad. Yes. He he's has yummy. he has the gray hair and he's... He looks kind of the same yeah. just with grays. Yeah. A few extra pounds. Mm-hmm. Chandler, Matthew Perry, but that's that was a whole other. Yeah. Yeah. He's, poor he's man. seen some stuff. He has. He has. <sighs> He's, yeah, um, Joey says that if that she needs to tell Ross how she feels, and Rachel says, "What about Julie?" Joey says, "What about what about her?" Um, he's only been going out with her for two weeks. Ross has been in love with you for like ten years, which is what we've been saying this whole time. Dummy. <laughs> Rachel says, uh, "He does. She doesn't know." Joey says, look, I've been with my fair share of women. Actually, I've been with a lot of people's fair share of women. But the point is, I've never felt about any of them the way Ross felt about you. Just then, Chandler comes in very loudly and says, yo, Paisan, can I talk to you for a sec? Then uh, Joey walks over to him and says, you're Taylor? The very bad man. Joey asks what he's talking about. Then Ross comes out and asks what's going on and touches Chandler on the shoulder. And Chandler flinches. And and he says, Joey's Taylor took advantage of me. 
Joey says, no way. He's been going to him for 12 years. I was just doing the math there. Does it add up? It does, actually. Okay. Surprisingly, it does. <laughs> uh, Chandler says, oh, oh, come on. He says he was going to do my inseam. Then he ran his hand up my leg. And then there was definite cupping. Joey says, that's how they do pants. While Ross and Chandler stare at him shockingly. Joey says, first, you go up one side and move it over. Then they go up the other side and move it back. Then they do the rear. <laughs> Joey, Joey says, Ross, will you tell him, isn't that how Taylor measures pants? Ross yes. says, yes, yes, it is. In, In prison? prison? <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> Joey's confused and says, that's not. Then he, sa- then he says, oh, my God. Then he sits down at the table. Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> so it appears Joey has been sexually, being assaulted. sexually assaulted since he was about 15 from this Taylor. Yes? Yes. Yeah. That's what we can gather from this? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. But it does make me question his dad because he calls his dad. Yeah. So his dad, too. <laughs> so it really isn't on Joey. Joey truly thought. This is how pants are done because this is how it's always been done to me. And this is somebody that my dad trusted enough to take me to. Yeah. So how long had he been taking advantage of Mr. Tribbiani? Yeah. (laughs) How long has he been taking advantage of just people? Like, he's he's an old dude, so I I don't know. If you think about it too deep, it it gets really dark. Really dark. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, before when Joey, you know, said, close your eyes, and Joey's like, no, and grabbed his pants and stuff. He's just like, what has happened? happened? Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, Monica, sitting at the table with Ross and Chandler and Phoebe, uh, or, excuse me, with Ross and Chandler, Phoebe's standing up. By the cabinet, Monica says, even Mary Tyler Moore would have been better. Ross says, well, I like it. I do. I think it's a 10. So that was the movie <laughs> Dudley Moore was in. Monica says, thank you. My hair is very amused. Chandler says, oh, come on. Things could be worse. I mean, you could get caught between the moon and New York City. I know it's crazy, but it's true. You guys know that song? Arthur. Yeah. 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 No. And I only know that because of the remake. Yeah. You could get caught between the moon and New York City. I know it's crazy. (laughs) But it's true. Yeah. That's how it goes. All right. I don't know. I can't tell you. I've never heard it. All right. Go watch Arthur. The original one. Yeah. The remake, not good. The original one is really good. Really okay, funny. I didn't really pay attention. It's really funny. Um, so, Monica leaves. Phoebe follows her, saying a very curt thank you to Chandler and Ross. Uh, Ross says he has to leave, tells everybody goodbye. Rachel's out on the balcony and says, oh, are you leaving? Ross says, yeah, that's what I meant by bye. Then Rachel says, well, can I talk to you for a second? He says, okay. Falls her out onto the balcony. Uh, Joey sitting on the couch asks Chandler when the doctor does that hernia test Chandler says that's okay man 
Uh, Ross and Rachel. Uh, so, yeah. So Ross and Rachel are out on the balcony. Rachel tells him that, first of all, she and Paulo are not back together. That was just a stupid thing she did. Ross kind of laughs to himself, and Rachel says, what? And Ross says, okay, before I say anything, is this going to be one of those situations where I tell you what I think um, about a guy, then you get back together with that guy, then I look like an idiot? Rachel says, no. Then Ross says, okay, well, I think he's scum. Has this happened to Ross before? Because the way he was talking to Rachel, it seems like this has happened before. Like it's, it's weird. I feel like he thinks that he told her included when he told everybody that he didn't like Paolo. But I think he has forgotten he never outright said, I don't like Paolo. I don't think you should date him. Hmm. But no, he's he told everybody else. Yeah. Once again, if you just open up the lines of communication, it would be fine. Yes. Yes. Um. <clears throat> yeah, Ross says he's scum. I hate him. I physically hate him. I always have. And he says, you deserve to be with someone so much better. He says, you deserve to be with someone who knows how amazing and funny and sexy you are. Someone who wakes up every morning thinking, oh, my God, I'm with Rachel. Someone who makes you feel good like I do with Julie. See, he can't really think that highly of Julie after saying all that stuff about Rachel. And it's only been two weeks. That's why I'm saying two weeks. You only went out with him for two weeks. I love that movie. I'm not sure what that's from. Orange that County. From? Oh, yeah. Seemed like once. That's what I'm saying. I think Julie is a distraction. I don't, really don't think he has feelings for her. At that's all. why I'm saying just tell Ross how you feel. Yeah. You don't use that verbiage with somebody you're not in a relationship with. Right. 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 right there was right. other ways he could have feelings for. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was totally not friendly. <clears throat> Um, Ross asks if there was a second of all. She says, no, that was a whole all. Ross comes back in and Joey's on the phone talking to his dad and says, no, dad, I swear to God, that's not how you measure pants. Then you get the end credits. We're back at Central Perk. Julie is talking to Phoebe on the couch, wanting to get her haircut as well. She says she was thinking of doing something a little shorter, like Andy McDowell. Phoebe says that she could do that, and uh, they get up to leave, but Phoebe talks to Rachel and says she wants to make sure this time. She says, Annie McDowell is that girl from Four Weddings and a Funeral, right? Rachel says, no, that's Roddy McDowell. Andy McDowell is from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> wah, wah. And that's the end of that, that episode. So, right on. Um, actually, that that joke, that Rodney McDowell joke, I've never understood. Like, first of all, Rodney McDowell, I don't think is ever really known for his hair. Second of all, when she says he was in Planet of the Apes, he was one of the apes. He was in the gorilla outfit or ape outfit, whatever it was. I think he was a chimp. Anyway. What is she talking about? I don't know. I don't know who that is. And 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 then she does like a gesture, like and it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. 
again, I think the writers were just like, which actors have similar last names? Let's yep. do that. Yeah. All right. Let's get worst and best. Worst first. Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say Rachel. Yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of that this season. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. It's going to go back and forth between Ross and Rachel. Yeah. R&R. Mm. R&R. R &R. Mm. And Rachel here. All right, so what about the best, then? Who would you say the I wanna best was? I want to say Phoebe again. I was thinking Phoebe. Yeah. Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with Phoebe. All right. Then we will put Phoebe down. Well, there you go. That is season one, or excuse me, season two, episode one, the one with Ross's new girlfriend. Thanks for listening. If you did, make sure to tune in next week when we're going to be talking about season two, episode two, the one with the breast milk. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Tune in next week. It'll be a surprise. Happy new season. Yes. Yes. Happy new season. All right. Um, remember to like the podcast, share the podcast, spread the podcast around. And until then, remember, we'll be there for you. Is it there for us too? Bye. <laughs>